Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello, and welcome to We Play RPGs, specifically Rawls Adventures. I'm your host, Jason, joined by... Oh, hi, I'm Ashley. I play Rawl. <sighs> well, that was a good episode, everybody, and we're done. No, I'm Eli, and I play Doc. Say, we better not be done. I have a whole thing <laughs> planned. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Metallic <laughs> Dice Games, makers of fantastic dice. I actually just ordered, uh, before recording this episode, the uh, Emerald Zircon Gemstone Dice, which looks so very, very pretty. Tune in next time where I tell you uh, what they what they look like and how they roll in person, because you know we'll see when they get here, yeah. but they should be awesome. I love their zircon dice just because zircon comes in so many different colors and i'm sure you made sure to use uh the coupon code play it forward for 10 percent off your order yes i did and part of the reason why i did that is to see how that all works so that way even though i don't have uh an official script per se i know how how the coupon code works so i can actually explain that properly uh, so when you go to checkout there is an option for coupon code um and you can just Type in play it forward right in there, and uh, that will automatically activate your coupon. Pretty dope. Most certainly. Mm. And we're also, once these guys are done being wine snobs, I guess, <laughs> sponsored by a, a different type of beverage, uh, Found Familiar Coffee. And again, I, I went through and I actually purchased, uh, what was it called? Because uh, I, I bought... Um, it was, it was a critical role reference, which is why I bought it. Damn it. Regular Null is what I bought. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, we've had that. Uh, Ashley and I have tried that. We like it. It's pretty good. And, uh, it's good for, like... What? <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I'm, I have the giggles. Go. <laughs> I was just saying that it's really good for, like, if you're making, like, a latte or something, because it's a little stronger, which is really good if you like bold flavors. Um, but it's also super good when you're adding, like creamer or whipped cream or whatever you do to make your your drink fancy you don't so need go to check it out about how much how fancy my drink is i also went through and i like i looked through the art for it that's the other reason why i chose it as i looked at the art and I'm like hmm which art piece do i want this time yeah that's the thing about found familiar is you get a D sponsored art with credit to the artists yeah it's that's one just... of my favorite parts and what i find really cool is it's not just like drawn art there's um i didn't notice because one of them looked like a like a really realistic drawing but it was someone in cosplay and a photographer so they credited the cosplayer and the photographer and it's super cool because i went on there recently and they had three other ones that were also cosplayers um so it's just it's super neat and you can check that out at foundfamiliarcoffee.com foundfamiliar.com oh just com. Yep. hmm my brain had an error there where I was going to say it correctly, and then I was like, "Wait a second, uh, whatever." Wait a what minute. Eli said, he knows he knows what he's doing more than I do. In theory, 
foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward 10% off the whole order. See, I tried to do that, but it didn't. I don't know. I might have done something wrong. Either I mean, it's way, it's almost there is like a... I've been saying this over and over again for like 40 fucking episodes. <laughs> But I I do know from my from my shopping experience that there is also a spot to type in that coupon code mm-hmm. if the forward doesn't work for whatever stupid reason. Maybe Jason just put in the wrong forward slash. It's always possible. Maybe I put in a backslash. I don't know. But I know there is a coupon code entry point if all else fails. So go check that out. Anyway. Anyway, we're where we last left Jeez. off on this. <laughs> <laughs> I will hit you with this apple cider across the internet, I swear. <laughs> That's another thing me and Ashley were talking about before. But anyway, last time, uh, Rawl and Doc were invited to a fancy casino that was replaced the estate of one Chadwick. And they had a good time breaking even, as far as I remember. I think Doc actually lost money, but Rawl broke even. Doc lost and... a lot of money. And yeah. gave something super valuable in return. <laughs> yeah. And what what was that thing? It was a statuette that was worth a lot of money. <laughs> oh yes, yes. yes. One of, one of one of the many trinkets you had acquired in the first season. Yeah, and we're all just stood in disbelief. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the lights started doing weird things, and you met a lady who did not seem to be of this plane. Uh, at the very least, David the direwolf very much did not like her. And uh, then the mansion very quickly became rather haunted. Uh, highlight reel was, uh, no, was Doc one punch manning the revenant that had come after Rawl, uh, <laughs> who was the guardsman that had been killed back in season one when you first went to his estate. <laughs> And you went and managed to reroute the power back, uh, not without some problems, being that none of you are magical electrical <laughs> engineers. And there will be consequences to that, which will be unveiled shortly. <laughs> oh, that let's be- not forget that Doc also outsmarted the demon. That is also correct. And uh, we're going to start right after you got the power back. And current objective, if I remember correctly, is to let Miss Ari know that uh, everything is safe now and get her to be unlocked from the office. That is, of course, if you want to do that, you could just leave. Uh, let's not do that. Yeah, she's no, our she's our buddy. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, it seems like most of the, well, it seems like all of the haunted weirdness that was going on previously has come to a halt with the reset of the power. Uh, and as possibly a result of one of the events that happened when you were messing with it. But you managed to get to her office room, which is still locked. And there doesn't appear to be any noise coming from the other side. Alrighty. I will knock. You knock. No response. Ari? We, Nothing. We got rid of the thing. Hey. Maybe she's taking a nap. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think she would have been able to sleep through all that. Let's bust down the door. Okay. Let's see if I can do that. <clears throat> you hear you hear a vaguely dog-like voice in your head. <laughs> hey, uh, you know you're a thief, right, Raul? You got some kind of tools on you? Well, I got a six to, six to break down the door. The door is broken down. <laughs> eh, never mind. 
Uh, As Columbo tries to warn you, wait, 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 you're at... Oh, well. I mean, literally that happened at the same time that the door would have went down, so... That's fine. Rawls freaked out now. GM internal <laughs> screaming as as how do I how do I tell them while being immersive? It's like mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you'll use that thievery skill eventually, I guess. Yeah. As you break down the door, the door you don't break it down so much as you end up breaking the locking mechanism, and the door swings open, and um, there is an open window here, and the office looks like it's been. It hasn't been turned over, but it's been methodically searched through. Um, you see stacks of, of various books and papers, notes and journals, and knickknacks that are stacked in orderly piles by some means of organization. And there is a dusty-looking, blue-colored, crystal-glass-type orb or sphere that is sitting on the desk in the middle of the room and it has a um like a like a golden holder that it's sat in that appears to have been dragged out from underneath uh some cabinet somewhere and there is a neatly folded up note that is lying nearby the window is wide open and there is a bit of a cold wind that's blowing in um, but there doesn't appear to be any signs of struggle, at least not immediately. But Ari, as far as you can tell, is nowhere to be found. Hmm. This is suspicious. That is weird. I want to touch it. Well, you are impulsive. Yes. So, do you have to roll anything to touch it? No, you just touch it. So you walk over to the table, and do you just poke it, or do you like put your whole hand on it? I put my whole hand on it. Okay, and and Rawl goes and grabs this grab yeah. strange dusty orb. Make a spirit roll for me, <laughs> and tell me what you got. Five. You got a five. Okay, that's not that's not a failure. Um, so you you <laughs> grab the orb with your whole hand, and you swear you hear these voices, more voices, strange voices pulling at the back of your mind. And you swear one of them says, Chadwick, you royal bastard. Rawl <laughs> uh, <laughs> pulls his hand away, kind of scared. Okay. He's like, <laughs> there's so many more voices in my head for a minute there. I did not like that. But he looks at Rawl and he's like, Chadwick he apparently isn't. Oh, I Rawl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking to look over at Doc. And, um, he holds the like, orb up and looks at himself in the mirror. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> yes, that happens because ghost stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Roll looks up at, at Doc and it's just like, Chadwick seems to be having a hard time wherever he is. Just starts laughing, but he's like, yeah, I heard a bunch of voices and they were cursing at D Chadwick. Don't know why but you might not want to touch that again. Okay. Uh, can we take that with, um, like, can we put it, like, in a, like, wrap a cloth around it? Yeah, there's, there's, again, there's been an orderly search through this room, and I imagine there, that there is a stack of, like, napkins and, and fine cloths. Nothing weird happens if you do that. May as well make money off of something that's haunted, or at least find out what's going on with it. 
<laughs> the fir- the last one first. Haunted. Haunted. <laughs> what you guys doing? Uh, I'm following Rawl's lead. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Oh, wait, there's a note Rawl? on the table, wasn't there? Yes, there was. Uh, there was a note, I'm gonna too. Read it. I missed that. Oh. All right. So you pick up the note, you unfold it. It's in this really fine parchment. It's got actually, no, they wouldn't have enough time to put a wax seal on it. So it's just a neatly folded note. And you flip it open, and it says, uh, Mr. Rawl and Mr. Doc, and of course, Mr. David, you have been such a fine pain in my rear end. My, no, 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 no. It says, you have been such a fine pain in my derriere. Better word for it. That's, uh, I've decided to take something away from you as you've taken something away from me. I'm sure we will eventually will find the whereabouts of Miss Ari Varn. But in the meantime, I do delight in your confusion. Ta-ta. Hey, Rol, what does derriere mean? It's a fancy word for butt. (laughs) 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 Butts. Sounds like someone we know, though. That fancy language is something Chadwick always used. Really? He thinks he's better than everyone. Hey, quick you think question. You think better than me? Just, just, <laughs> just real quick, quick question. Um, who's Chadwick? That dude that we kicked out of this, or that we stole from, that lived in this house. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the evil one. Yeah, he we sent should... us on that mission to. You know, get those to people kick out. His... Yeah, yeah to, to to kick out the the people that were squatting on public land that he wanted to build on, even though yeah. it's public land. Yeah, he was a piece of work. Oh yeah, we should kick his ass. We did, but we're gonna have to kick his ass again. It sounds like because somehow he's back from the dead. At least it looks like it. He I don't didn't think he died. died. I thought he died. No. Oh, no, no he you, didn't. Okay, okay no, so, no. So, so, so to refresh Ashley's memory, and no, perhaps the audience is, <laughs> uh, Chadwick was found, was last sighted uh, at that inn you guys had been. Uh, so he actually sold you that potion. Yeah, I know. He sold you drugs. <laughs> he did. Well, actually, no, it's an invis. It's a, well, no, it is a drug. Never mind. He sold you drugs. Yeah, it makes me invisible, I think. Yeah, it does. <laughs> potion of greater invisibility <laughs> but he gave me the real one for some reason yeah be- well because you managed to convince him is what it was but... <laughs> I have great memory guys flashback to the present <laughs> it's okay you're adorable Oh. honestly I'm impressed that you remembered all that other stuff but... that's true you did do a good job there let's not take that away from you that was so backhanded. <laughs> um, Anyways. Yeah, so let's... All right, Will. Let's go check down Chad... Track? Track! Track down Chadwick. <laughs> yes, so... Uh, do I have connections? You are also pretty exhausted. It's, it's kind of getting late. Well, I mean, we have that fancy room still, right? So we can, like, stay in the room. That is that is true. Dope. So, so we that's go to where room. we stay. Yeah. All right, you stay in the room in the previously haunted mansion slash casino that is that is now abandoned. We have the whole casino to Spooky ourselves. Spooky casino. That, that is Spooky that is correct. Casino. Point of order. Um. Yes, you do have the whole casino to yourselves. Yes. 
dope. Uh, I want to cause some debauchery, but it's also Ari's place, so I don't want to ruin it. Well, here's the thing. What impulse do you think Rawl would give in to? Mm. Rawl 100% would steal that figurine back from the the bank thing since no one's down there and Ari won't miss it. Um, All right. And probably rifle through the food. <laughs> All right, well, the food's easy. You, you just yes. do that. And he might try and find, just because he doesn't want to completely screw her over, he's just going to find some things that are of worth value but nobody would miss. Like fancy silverware and shit like that. That is that is also fairly easy. I would I would say you abscond with with um a couple of sets of of sil of silver silverware. That's that's a combination. Anyway, you steal <laughs> several sets. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> anyway, you do it. You do the thing, and uh, you find a couple of just random knickknacks, probably worth about five hundred gold total. No. 50 gold total, sorry. Okay. Added an extra zero there. I mean, extra zero is nice. (laughs) (laughs) But not correct. (laughs) Yes, that's right. It's not correct. Um, Let me put that in our notes. They would not have that much stuff. And what was that statuette that he gave? Well, that, that's going to be a thing. Oh, it is? Because that's already in the vault. Oh. That is is put away in a secured area. I mean, you could always try and break into the vault. I still want to break into the vault. And just tell her later that I was taking back something that, you know, as payment because Raw was, or Dave. God. You want to break into the vault? I say break into the vault. Yes, I'm going to break in it. I'm sorry. Well, the good news is the the access to the vault itself is is, uh, unhindered. They did not have time to relock the clerk door. So you, and it's not really like the full vault. Um, This is just the... Like the the clerk booth where they temporarily store everything until business day is done. Once business day is done, then it gets moved to the main vault. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, but you you go into the attendance booth, which at this point uh, is empty. There is quickly looking around a floor safe that you will have to break into. Okay, I break into it. Okay, make a thievering roll. Right. Ooh, I have eight for that one. Mm-hmm. Rawls fiddling with the safe knob, like ah, just a little more, just a little more. I got a five. <laughs> well, um, because this is behind several layers of security, it is not that hard to break into. In that there are no penalties, so that is a success. Yay! Because normally there would be several locks to get to before getting here. <laughs> Everybody ran away screaming from the ghosts. Yeah. So there is no time. And you open up the safe, and the safe has all of the money you have deposited for the evening for your chips, as well as probably, no, as well as your statuette and all of the money that's been deposited for the evening for chips. In total, there is around several thousand gold, I'd say 2,000 gold just stored here. I'm not going to be a dick to our friend, so I'm just going to take the statuette and a little bit of, or what we missed out on because of... Oh, the 600? uh, Yes, because of Doc. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I I make a casino to to get rid of all of your gold, and then you go and get all your gold back. (laughs) Yeah. 
And more. Maybe you should have planned guys all the fact are... that we're thieving dicks. No, I planned for that. <laughs> I mean, he what, just what wasn't I, what I didn't, as What big I didn't dick. plan for is the one shot of the Revenant and so, you guys sleeping here. What's the statuette worth? What was um, that? That's a good question. I don't think I removed it from your stuff, so give me a second. It was on art. I think it was worth 250 because that's the amount that your gold ring is is worth. I mean, it was worth enough to pay off a 600 gold tab. Yeah, then, then we'll call it 600 gold. Okay, cool. That's not how how much it was actually worth, but we'll call it that. There we go. 600 GP! That's what you get for creating a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. And then eventually you find, you, you, you make your way to your rooms, and you bed down for the evening. When you bed down for the evening in your luxurious, luxurious rooms, I need you two to make spirit rolls at minus four because of previous failures. Okay. A spirit roll at minus four? Hang on. Because mm-hmm. of previous failures. I was keeping track of things. <laughs> oh, boy. Every time you failed to make the power work, I was rolling on a table to see what spell effect got triggered. I got it. I'm going to change. Actually, I'm going to use a Benny. Yes. Yeah, I spent a Benny, which means I got a 11. All right. You were fine. My other option was a zero. That's good, because <laughs> that would have been bad. All right. Oh, wait. Did you roll a one on the on the actual spirit die itself, though? No. I got six with Did minus you... four. Did you roll a one on the spirit die itself? No. I rolled okay. I rolled a a six and it exploded. No, that's fine. What was, what, what was the what was the spirit die? It was at a six. Okay. Because yeah. you roll that and your and your and your bonus die. Yeah, I did that. Okay. That that was my the way this is worded means that if you get a a roll on the spirit die, then Bad things happen, and if you fail, bad things happen. So that's why I'm checking for both. Oh yeah, I got a, um, I got a, I don't remember. I know that I didn't it, get a one. <laughs> as long as you didn't get a one, that's what matters. Yeah. So as you bed down to sleep, um, there's a brief moment where you both have this weird shared dream. Um, you see this swirling black vortex with a single slitted black eye with like a purple line for the uh for the slit and it's just staring at you and it is briefly horrifically terrifying before it suddenly shirks away and vanishes above before this just blisteringly bright starlight and it fades back the shared dream and you see this burning sun with a little halo emblazoned in the center and you see all these starry-eyed uh well stars you see all these stars and galaxies and things in the void and then that dream ends and you go back to normal dreams and nothing bad happens cool and eventually you wake up weird anticlimactic you say yeah we're all you you succeeded on a bad thing (laughs) yeah we did so nothing bad happened. <laughs> Almost did a bad thing. I'm so glad that bad thing didn't happen. <laughs> I read the lore book. I know what things are. <laughs> I read a book once. Curses. <laughs> um, and yeah, you guys yeah. wake up. All right. 
Well, uh, what do we need to roll to... Well, I guess Rawl would be best suited to roll streetwise and track down. Yes. So it would be, because of the way the new rules work, you would be rolling Persuasion. Oh, so it's not streetwise? Oh, wait a minute. I thought streetwise yeah, was still streetwise. a skill. It is no longer a skill. It is now networking. However, because Rawl has the streetwise edge, Rawl will add plus two to this. Yeah, I was about to say, I have streetwise and I have connections. So plus yes. two? Well, you could, so with connections, you could just directly try and find the Barbellos and be like, hey, do me a favor. And with streetwise, you, you make your role and you try and find a criminal element to get information from. Hey, everybody. It's Eli. Sorry to interrupt the action. But we here at We Play RPGs have a very exciting announcement. Our main podcast, We Play RPGs with the Prismatic Guard Dungeons and Dragons game, we have a Kickstarter for that world, Ildar, the World of Dragons. They've got Kobolds as a player race, we've got Paladin subclasses, a full Samurai class, a full Alchemist class, a tanky Warlock build brand new gods, all these new monsters and magic items. It's a lot of cool stuff. And all you have to do is head over to weplayrpgs.com. And at the top of the page, there's a link, support the show. Go ahead, click on that. There's a Kickstarter link there. Click on that. And you can go ahead and donate to our Kickstarter. And if you don't have the funds to donate to our Kickstarter, just do us a favor and share the Kickstarter, and that will make a huge difference for us. So, yeah, why don't you get back to the action? Remember, we play RPGs.com. Top of the page, support the show, follow the Kickstarter. That's all we're asking. So it's, it's the question is, are you using the Streetwise Edge or the Connections Edge? Because they work a little differently. If you're using Streetwise, you just get a plus two to it. If you're doing Connections, then I'm going to use that to launch into a story moment. Connections. Okay, cool. So in that case, I'm just going to flat out say you succeed with your role. You end up finding... Oh, that's the one thing I didn't do. Eli, what's the name of that restaurant? That's the one thing I forgot to do. Fuck if I like to hang out at. Well, then I'll make up a random restaurant <laughs> oh, no, name was, and that'll uh, be the it. The Royal Kitchen. The Royal How Kitchen. The yeah. cool. Did I remember that? I don't know. I'm going to add this into my notes now because the fact that I don't remember that's a problem. <laughs> I need this. You you make your way to the Royal Kitchen, uh, which is where you know where the Barbellos hang out at. And there's this, um, actually, this only uh, animal folk that you have seen other than yourself uh, in, in Seoul uh, your entire time here. There's this weasel man wearing this yeah. very fine um, suit in the local... C- uh, culture and a, and a top hat not a top hat but like a bowler hat now is he the Duke of Wesselton <laughs> he is now <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask if he was like that weasel from freaking who framed Roger Rabbit <laughs> no I went straight to uh, they're based Zootopia. off of that somewhat but yeah yeah it's both it's a little bit of both and he looks at you and goes hey Raul and this is you know this is uh uh, what do they call him? Skeevy Lenny is what they call him. <laughs> He's like, hey, Raul, what you doing around town? Hey, Lenny. <laughs> How's business going? Nah, just call me Skeev. <laughs> All right, Skeev. <laughs> How's business going? Hey, business is going pretty good. 
you know, it's the uh, it's the boss's daughter's uh, first uh, first concert. Oh, okay. So everybody in so town's going good to night. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, had some questions of some. Uh, have you heard of any weird goings on lately in the city? Oh yeah, that's a weird stuff. Uh, hold on, I'm a doorman here. I gotta. And he goes and goes. Hey, needles. And 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 uh, you hear a guy go. Hey, boss. Hey, needles. Can you uh, cover this door here real quick? And needles goes. Oh, yeah, you can. And uh, Skeev goes off to the side, and you see this skinny half elf guy just clad in these black goth robes, hood up, um, painted black nails, just walks up and starts like being the doorman. Of course. And uh and, and Skeev is there and Skeev and Skeev is like, Yeah, I mean I hear about there was some stuff in the sewers going on about some crazy undead guy. Uh and the guard went out and cleared that whole thing out. Oh yeah, he, he was real was gone. weird. Are you here? Yeah, this is this is this is Doc. He's he's with me. Oh hey Doc, what's up? Hi, I'm Doc. This is David. Hey and he just like does the finger guns thing at David. <laughs> David does not respond. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was that. Uh, and I hear some weird stuff went down in that casino there, but I mean, nothing too fancy. Yeah, we were Why, there. Why, what do you want to know? Well, we were there. We were in both of and, those places. Uh, yeah, we were in both those spots, so... Well, maybe you were the thing causing all the weirdness. Oh, my uh, God. What? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Oh. Uh, Okay. That scared me a little bit there, man. Wait, Don't I didn't mean to did launch into an existential Ari? crisis. Do what? What? Did we? Are we responsible? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. No. Wait, no. who's missing? So, so, Raul just is like, he just waves his hands around at, at uh, Skeevy and it's just like, hang on. He's like, Doc, Doc, no. He was just messing with us. We're not, we're not the cause of any of this. We're going to find It's uh, going to be fine. okay. Yeah, right. you're, you're fine. You just... You just go sit over there with David and uh, relax, okay? All right. I'll handle this. <laughs> so he looks over at Skeevy and he's like, our friend, the owner of that casino, went missing. And we're trying to find her. Only yeah. thing we found was some weird ball thing and a note. And the note sounded like it was from Chadwick. Now, have you heard anything about him since he went underground? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chadwick. Chadwick went up and uh, joined the organization. What's the organization? Came our best drug dealer. What? I mean, opium He's powders. Uh, what was that other thing? I think there was some some uh, totally not cocaine that Eli made that I looked at at one point. Powder <laughs> speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, powder of speed and uh, opium. I mean, yeah, making a lot of dough. Well, uh, your friend or dealer, he's causing some problems for us and our friend. She did a you really, sure? she did a really big favor for us. Chadwick's, Chadwick's been gone. I mean, he's been, he's been busy. We've been keeping an eye on him. I mean, you know, new guy and all. But when was this? Last night. Uh, nah, nah. I, I was, I was, I was, that was Chadwick's point man last night. I was with him the whole time. Doesn't mean he didn't have someone on the side pulling a job for him. You know how we do. We do that all the time. 
We'll be somewhere else. I don't else. know. I mean, I can get you a meeting with him, but I mean, I mean, and he kind of looks at you. It's kind of a job the boss wants you for. Maybe so, a favor for a favor? I can do that. All right, all right. I'll let you in. All right. Hey, 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 Needles, go uh, go be bodyguard again. I got the door. And Needles like, all right. Needles goes back to where he was, and Skeeve's now guarding the door. And you enter the royal kitchen, which is this really nice, well, you've been there before. It's this really nice uh restaurant and you see there's a nice band in the corner with this uh young human woman who is currently singing a soprano and uh there are a couple of people playing some like jazzy instruments like anyway that's happening and uh you see a man you actually haven't ever met before. Um, this really portly human currently sitting at the side table. And uh, you see Needles is walking up to him and sits down next to him. And on his other side, there's this um, burly looking half-work uh, who has uh, not really proper plate mail, but it, it looks like it's like resting over top of this uh, suit jacket. And he's got a sword strapped to his side. And you know that's Big Joe. And uh, the big guy in the middle kind of looks at you and waves you over. All right. So uh, I walk on over. Please, bro, take a seat. Thank you. I will take my my seat. <laughs> and uh, your, your friend here, too. Take a seat. All right. <laughs> Both of you. Your dog, too. He's a wolf. Well, you wolf, too. All right. Can you? All right, we're gonna see if we can. Come on, get up here. Yeah, no, I know, I know you don't really like chairs, but it's fine. You just get right. It's up. a bench seat. It's like a couch. I know, but he's he's having difficulties. <laughs> he's a, he's really big. <laughs> I understand. I'm pretty big too. Now, they call me the Don, Don Quixote. I'm the head of this little part of the Barbello family. So, what brings you here on the day of my daughter's concert? Oh, your daughter. She sounds awesome. I didn't realize I know. that... Uh... I'm a very proud father. <laughs> yeah, you should be. That's awesome. Band is good, too. Uh, mm. Well... We think yeah. Chadwick kidnapped our friend. Yes. We were getting to that. So, mm. we think that Chadwick may have uh, put a... Uh, our Put some people to go kidnap our friend last night. Ari, the one that owns the casino. Ari, oh, oh, that's a big that it is a big no no. I'm uh, I'll tell you what, I've got a big job I need doing. You familiar with uh, Zach's Whiffle Puff? Nope. No. He's a uh, he's a half folk. Uh, well, he's a little little sneaky guy. He's uh getting on in years and uh. I guess he thought that it would be a good idea to go into an early vacation. But he knows a heck of a lot about the Barbello family. And he knows a heck of a lot about our enemies. And I would not like such a guy to uh, escape our organization's grip, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I need you to go find this guy. This is Zach Swifflepuff. Actually, we know where he's going, but uh, we need someone with a little bit of panache, a little bit of uh, je ne sais quoi, to go and... Uh, Jenny said Talk what? To him. It's a fancy Just... word. I don't know what it means. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I was about to say, it's just a phrase. Give it a little flavor. Do, uh, go and talk to him. Convince him to come back. And if you can't, then, uh, give him an early retirement. If you got to. Okay. Capiche? Capiche? Good, good. Here's the details. And he folds out this dossier to you. And uh, he basically says as you're reading through. And what you're reading through is basically exactly what he's telling you. Yeah. He's guarded by this guy. He the, the, uh, has a weird guy. Dressed in this long leather duster type thing. Calls himself Nova. Don't know nothing about him other than he's some trumped up lawman. I know that, uh... I know that he's taking a lightning rail shortly to get out of Dodge. Gonna head out as far as he can. It's gonna take a couple nights for it to get there. I got tickets. First class. For all of these. Ooh. Ooh, first class? But, you either gotta get him to join, or take him out, all quiet-like. Okay. Wait, what are we doing? It's okay. It's okay, Doc. And... Brawl just kind of winks at him, because he's, he's got some sort of plan. Alright. Hey, as long as he knows what you're doing. Yeah, he's he's got it. So do I. know I. how to do a lot of stuff. Yeah, Doc does know how to do a lot of stuff. Well, that's good. That's real good. No. So, uh, is there anything else, or do I need to kick you out of my booth? No, that's that's all. Yeah, we can, uh... Get out of my booth. Go. Yeah. <sighs> well, we can, we can go buy dinner at the, you know, and stay and listen to your daughter's concert. This is relatively early in the morning, by the way. It's early in the morning? a relative experience. Okay. Well, because you woke <laughs> up. You, this is the first thing you did. You woke oh. up, you robbed the casino, and then you went to find the Barbello family. I thought that, that this is happening yeah. at like 11 o'clock. We liberated some stuff from the casino. Yes, we did. We did liberate it. Look, you use your words, I'll use my words. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to get breakfast if they're making breakfast. We're going to get Pork some sort of food. On the house. Okay. Yay. Okay. It's, it's bacon. <laughs> just imagine David just... <laughs> oh, no, for him, no, for him, they have this, like, big slice of bone-in ham. He does the Scooby-Doo thing. He just puts the whole thing in his mouth and pulls the bone out. Mm. Yep. <laughs> and nobody yes. questions it. Nope, not at all. Well... Sounds like we have we have a job now. And All right. uh, so Raw does explain to Doc what he meant, like puts it very plainly, and he's like, Look, we really gotta convince this guy to come back. Or they're telling us we have to take him out. Which which like, means to dinner? To die. No, which means Oh, to I don't die. like that. I but, don't do that. But my plan is if he can't join then we could just send him to some fancy spot somewhere. No one needs to be the wiser, because we need this connection to get Ari back. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah. Mum's your uncle. Uh, I think mum's the word is the phrase you're looking for. Oh, that sounds weird. I mean, mum's your uncle sounds weird, too, so... Six one half dozen of the other. Isn't it Bob's the word? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Bob's your uncle and Mum's the word, so I just went I the other way with it. 
who what's i've never heard bob's your uncle what is that what i don't know i've never heard that how i don't know what it means but i've heard of it i i'm gonna have to take an entire 45 minutes to explain this i gotta i don't we don't have time for this we gotta move on okay keep going yeah we're gonna keep going we'll come back to that later after we're done recording because i i yeah (laughs) well so we take this first class train i want to take david to the bar really badly just to just so the i just want to see the the bartender's reaction to a wolf being on the train oh okay i i just need to see that that's fair (laughs) okay yeah. <laughs> You're going to be very disappointed, but What? They're not going to react. Well, okay. we'll find out. Let's let's go. Let's that's your plan. <laughs> so you arrive to the lightning rail. The tickets don't go out until the following day, so you take another night to to pre- to prepare and plan. No weird mm-hmm. dreams, all normal stuff. That was a mm-hmm. that was a one-time deal. And uh ooh, that's been 2 days. Okay. Jason needs to change a note real quick. <laughs> oh. It's been two days. No. I have a track of things. Anyway, so you make your way to the lightning rail. And um, the it's, it's, not, it's not the conductor, is it? Yeah, probably. Like, to do what? What is What job are we talking to about? Screen pass, to screen passengers. No, make that's sure their the, tickets um, are valid. Porter, I think. Porter's what we'll call it. It's not super important. This is going to be like five seconds. It's not worth all that. (laughs) The porter goes and looks over your passports and tickets and general appearance and kind of looks very confused, but lets you on anyway. Everything seems to check out. Excuse me. And I have a very fancy top hat. Yes. He does. He has a top hat now. I am actually wearing very nice clothes. But the problem is that Rawl looks very filthy because Rawl refuses to clean their clothes. What? No, Rawl got a new jacket. Yeah, That is now completely filthy. But he would take off his nice jacket and put on the the crappy one because he does want to have one nice one. Okay, so you're wearing the nice jacket. Yeah, he decided to put on the nice jacket because they are riding first class, but he does have his filthy one because he wants to put that back on because it's more comfortable. He hasn't broken any other thing. So you guys enter through the caboose and you begin walking through and you pass one, two, three, three passenger cars, three or four passenger cars before you make your way to your car. And your car is just before the kitchen and bed cart, basically. So you're not that far away from the actual front of the train. And uh, as you as you waltz in and you take your seats, you see across the way from you guys, there, there's these nice, really plush seats, and it's basically bench seat, table, and then bench seat is basically how these cars are arranged. And uh, across from you guys, you see this. Uh, he's probably about yeah. He's he's five foot five. Um, he has these long, long, this long leather coat, this nice leather vest that's been dyed uh orangish color and has this red bandana that hangs down around uh where the vest is this um relatively short but still identifiable as a cowboy hat cowboy hat it's like an indiana jones hat is what it is but not as fedora-y and um 
has these long blue stitched um, pants that look like they've been thickly woven and reinforced with rivets along the sides. And um, he does have a hatchet that is like like a small, like the kind you would use to, to chop up uh, branches and things, mm-hmm. which is slotted uh, into a, a holster on his side. And sitting next, directly next to him, because he's, he's sitting towards the center of the train, and sitting directly next to him at the window seat is this very short, uh, three-foot-five, very old-looking um, half-folk with this poofy uh, grayish-white hair that wraps around the side of his head and this massive bald spot in the middle, wearing these old and faded... Uh, wizard robes that look like at one point they had been rather flamboyant, but time and age have bleached them. Um, they don't look nearly as spectacular as it used to be. And he has this book, this big, huge, thick book that he's just flipping through. And uh, you recognize that as the picture for Zach's Wifflepuff and his bodyguard. And there's a bunch of people on this train just milling around and talking. A couple of them give you a few stray looks. And you walk past him, you head up to the bar, uh, and the bartender sees you all and goes, Hello, sirs, what would you like to drink? A lot. Which beverage would you like to drink a lot of, good sir? Don't would you, you like the drink card to come back later, sir? I'll take Didn't you like the mimosas that, that we had at... Oh, never mind. He just points at a bottle. Very well, sir. The whole bottle or just a glass? I'll take the whole thing. Very well, sir. And he hands you this glass of, uh, uh, why not this dark-colored whiskey? How much is the bottle? That would be five gold, sir. God damn. It's a very nice vintage, sir. Very good choice. Better be a good vintage. Ooh, I love vintage. Well, you're drinking it, so. And, uh, anything for your pet, sir? <laughs> My what? And he points to David. Oh. David's his own person. We'll Did you want anything, know. David? David just lays down. <laughs> no, he's good. Very well, sir. What about you, sir? And looks to Rawl. I'm going to have a mimosa. Excellent choice, sir. And he goes and, like, make quickly goes to the back and whips up a couple glasses of mimosas and <laughs> hands it to you. Like, he gives you a glass and he gives you, like, a pack of mimosa that you can like pour in as much as you want until the pack runs out. Dope. All right. How much does that cost? That would be one gold, sir. There you go. So he hands him the Thank money. you, sir. Don't break the crystal, sir. And we'll go on your tab at the end of the drain ride. Okay. It's a very nice so, crystal champagne glass. We're all turns. Wait a minute. No, he he has the whole bottle. Never mind. So he doesn't yeah. have. Never mind, so he's just no, going to have to be no, careful. No, he's worried about your crystal champagne glass. Okay. Rude, but okay. <laughs> You're not the typical clientele? <laughs> yeah, as nice as Doc's clothes are right now, he has slept in them two days in a row. <laughs> like, everybody's kind of looking at you like, who are these people? But they're either too polite. No, they're not too polite. They just... They don't feel it's worth their time to ask questions. They're too stuck up, in other words. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to deign us with a question. Exactly. What you think you're better than me? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> There's a couple of old ladies in sun hats that just like turn up their noses as you pass. Oh, hey, Games wait a second. Rude. I point at the halfling. It's that guy. As you say that Doc. loudly in the compartment, the bodyguard kind of looks at you and takes notice of your presence. And you notice he has uh, his skin. He looks human, but his skin is this like reddish, almost like sunburned red color. And he's clean shaven. Hair is kind of long and spi- is, is short, but spiky in the back. Hey, did you well, used to work looks- for the Barbellos? Well, shut up, Doc. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the bodyguard doesn't acknowledge you, and Zax is just still reading the book. And the bodyguard nudges Zax and goes like, hey, you know these guys? And Zax goes, ah? Do, do you know these guys? And he goes and goes, hmm, let me go check. And he goes and looks. He goes, no, I don't know those people. And he looks back and he goes, all right. And he has these large, like, oversized spectacles on his face, too. And these, like, smile dimples all in the corner of his mouth. He's so cute. I hate this. It's Uh, almost as if he's meant to be endearing. (laughs) You shut up, you. I was fully expecting to be dealing with someone that was a drug dealer. Like a hardened evil guy? No. Yes. (laughs) That's not the point of this mission. No. Anyway... We're all just kind of like, Doc, this was supposed to be kind of a covert thing. You mean like a bunch of trees together? What? What? Covert? I don't even know what you mean by a bunch of trees. Yeah, it was like a circle of trees. While you're having this moment of confusion, (laughs) because nobody is paying attention, I'm going to have, and because I'm paying attention to other things, I'm going to do a notice roll real quick. Fuck. I'm going to, with four Nova Soul, Zax is going to fail immediately, so I'm not going to roll for him. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cocked. That's a five. That's good enough. So while you're having this conversation at your seats, separate from where Nova and Zax are, because you're literally shouting across the aisle, <laughs> talk to them. <laughs> you, you notice that Nova looks up and um, there's this uh, basically act like emergency exit like access panel that leads to the roof it's also there for maintenance and things and uh it just you hear the crunching of metal like ever so slightly and he looks up and braces and then that hatch goes flying off what the fuck into the unknown wilderness what the fuck and uh at this point it's it's kind of late cuz because of how quick the train is going and and how long it took you guys to get seated and get your tickets and go through the line and do all that other stuff so it's, it's getting to right around sunset. And the light, and the thing is ripped off. It's a very long line. And uh, these three figures drop down. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, you see this huge, ripped minotaur standing there wearing... Uh, I gotta pull my NPC sheet up now. Druid eco-terrorist minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't worry about it. There's this large, ripped... <laughs> Minotaur that has this huge battle axe, and he's he's at the front, and these two other figures drop down. One of them this is this cloaked elf with this dusky brown ears. No, no, nah, it'd be more like a purplish. Yeah, dusky purplish pale ears, and and he's off to the guy's left, and off to the guy's right, there is uh, this large, uh, not as nearly as big as the minotaur, but definitely larger than the elf, uh, lizard folk shaman of some sort with these green fancy robes and the hood propped up and 
the lizard man you notice uh, has equipped uh, in his hands actually a short sword on his side and he looks at everyone and goes this train is an abomination find you will not stop us we will make our way to the engine room where we will free this poor creature that powers this particular metal work of man and we will be on our way do not try and, and stop us okay and at, at this moment as well, you notice these three figures like way in front, like where the front of the train is, because these guys are to the back and these guys are to the front, start approaching where you guys are. And uh, they're all cloaked in, in these various leathers and you can't see their faces. And as they approach, one of them with a very fancy looking sword that's an unsettling shade of red, like the metal. Uh, approach and at this point Nova gets the fuck up and looks at them he's like who are you who are you no I can't get his voice right whatever he says he says that in a vaguely uh, midwestern accent hey who are you and eh, that's also that's you gotta also be from right. Chicago nah I didn't mean midwest I meant like he's Texas he's cowboy yeah oh who are you yeah that's it yep. that's perfect and uh these three guys approach and like <laughs> Did you not hear? The Barbello sends his regards. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Bum, bum, bum. I. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You get to prepare for, for that. Ashley is in so I... many different shows, and all of them end on a cliffhanger. It's fine. The cliffhanger will resolve for us shortly. For you, audience, you have to wait a week. But for us, <laughs> suckers. Good, because I don't want to. I don't want to wait, suckers. Yeah. So <laughs> we love so you, though. Pluggables. Keep listening. Keep listening. Be- before the before the three way Mexican standoff happens on this fantasy steampunk train. Oh God. <laughs> and Ashley, real close to solar punk. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's solar punk, but then there's the eco-terrorist oh, people that are like, mm, I don't like solar this. Solar punk. <laughs> <laughs> well, his, it's, soul, it's solar punk. The guy's name is yep. Nova. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, my God. Uh, Say your plug. Where can we find you at? Where can my... we find you, Ashley? <laughs> you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, that's right. You can find me on all those platforms at Am Cosplay Clean, and I post a lot of stuff about RPGs and cosplay and sewing. Soon, pandemic has made me lazy on that. But you can follow me on. Oh those no, three it didn't forms. make you lazy. It just you know what I mean. We've all been through some stuff in a deep way. We've been through some As it does. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, those things will be posted on those three forms of social media. Mr. Royale, where may we find you? Well, <clears throat> sometimes you will gaze into the abyss, into the void, and the void will gaze back and demand chicken. <laughs> and in that moment, you can find me online at com. That reminds me, I'm going to have to make a showdown between Eldritch entity doggo an eldritch entity caddo and see what happens because i get that reference you can find me 
on uh, YouTube at Aerosil Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I play various video games that are RPG-related, kind of off-schedule at the moment, trying... Well, no, because because the way time works and time's an enigma, by the time this releases, I should have my shit figured out. But if not, you know, be aware. And our producer for this episode was Jay Booth, who you can listen to on the Ludiverse podcast. Anyway, bye! 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 Thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure. This podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network. You can learn more about We Play RPGs at weplayrpgs.com, on all social media at weplayrpgs, and if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast. You can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for We Play RPGs. Anyway, bye! <laughs>